Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's the day treating you, man? Doing really good. You know, these are my kind of episodes, so I'm happy for it. Today we're doing it. We're giving you a deep dive into the car, doing it early because thankfully Respawn and EA, they were very kind, granted us early access let us uh, play around with the car and stuff and because of that we're giving you this ahead of schedule and we're excited for this little breakdown Um, before we do that though we want to make sure you join us on discord to chat apex find teammates and receive third-party updates link for that is in our bio going into season 11 we just have a ton planned more content than ever i feel Mm -hmm. like we're peaking right now as the third-party podcast community if you want to join the third-party nation support the show meet awesome people, please consider joining the Patreon. Get a ton of extra benefits over there, ad-free listening, signed replica weapons from us, ton of fun stuff. Would really appreciate you over there and uh, keeping the third party going. Love it, love it. Join us over there. It's always a great time. And that that third party nation discord is fantastic. Always great discussions over there. A ton of really kind people. We got a little story time. Before we go into the car SMG, though, we wanted to share a little tidbit from our experience at some early acts at the preview event. And this is going to be the story of how the third party podcast caught a leaker, essentially. Somebody who tried to spoil the big surprise for everyone ahead of schedule. Well, someone who did spoil the big surprise ahead of schedule for everyone. Um so we set how do we set the stage? Henry and I we're just in the we're in the lobby, just chilling a regular old game. We're like, hey, try to get some pictures of the POIs, clean things up around here, have a good time. <laughs> yep. Yep. A little bit of the background just so we know where we are. Mm-hmm. Essentially, in order to get access to this, and there were maybe 200, 300 people total. So creators and press agencies. All these folks are in. In order to get access, we had to download a completely new version of the game. So a build that was not public of the game, sign in, new account, all that stuff. So I was Apex Capture 606 and Shay was Apex Capture 607. Yep, we grind, we grind. <laughs> and we were kind of told to be on this one server, play at this time, Blah, 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 blah. All these rules. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. Had this mm-hmm. kind of kickoff event. Really fun. Meeting with people. Awesome. But we were told to keep a lookout for anybody that didn't have the name Apex Capture. Yep. And then we just happened to queue into a game. We see someone without the Apex Capture name. We immediately uh, take a nice little screenshot. I happen to be recording the gameplay as well. We send that to the higher ups. And uh, before you know it, HB said the the guy happened to no longer have a YouTube account. <laughs> oh yeah, they <laughs> they put the the SmackDown on him. Uh, yeah, definitely not worth it. Uh, no. Don't recommend it. Um, these kind of events are so fun, and it was such an awesome opportunity to be invited. I don't really know how this leaker got involved. If they mm-hmm. were invited and went rogue, or if they hacked their way in, or really what happened, but. We were not going to stand for it. So no. we put the smack down on them. Yeah. I mean, there's 
Talking about leaks is a sensitive subject. I feel like, you know, middle of the season when you're talking about a theoretical thing three seasons out, that's a lot different from sharing private footage that's going to come to the game in a week and a half, essentially. That was, and and in turn, meant to be something that was going to boost the group of creators that joined us. Henry and I are Mm -hmm. pretty fortunate on the podcast platform where we're not incredibly reliant on an algorithm and all that kind of fun stuff. So, uh, we were able to just essentially do our podcast as normal, but for a lot of YouTubers, there was some serious frustration in that people were getting some subs and views for content they weren't allowed to share yet. And so it, it's really too bad that that uh, became a thing. And that's our little story from the preview event for anyone that m- may have been curious. So hopefully uh, people weren't fully supporting and subbing in our community that were uh, following the <laughs> <any> leaks. <laughs> yeah. You know, we got to try our best to protect the game, but I think it's more so about protecting our fellow creators and the people that put a lot of work into their content, excited for, you know, the release and it kind of gets spoiled and they're put into the shadow because of it. So we were really excited to be there. We did our part to keep the peace and to keep law and order. And uh, we're excited to be here. And, I love that we were able to give you a little sneak peek into the car Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. everything that we were able to break down from looking at the stats, but also just the feel of the weapon, which no spoiler is really good. It's really good. And it feels pretty different than anything we're used to. So yeah, uh, it's coming to the apex games, the incredibly competitive SMG meta is getting another addition. The car SMG originates from Titanfall combat advanced round submachine gun car SMG. Uh, the weapon platform is a highly modified version of the R101, which is an old Titanfall gun. So essentially it's a close cousin, as we kind of mentioned in a couple episodes ago, it's a close cousin to the best AR in the Apex universe, the R301. And I think one of the questions we had with a new gun is why is it coming now? And from the live stream in which we learned some information, uh, John Larson mentioned that the return of the Prowler in burst only freed up some space for a full auto heavy SMG. Um, Two things. Interesting. One, that that was kind of the path to some room in the loot pool, but also I don't think we're going to be expecting the select fire back anytime soon because of that. Uh, If that is part of the key reasoning, uh, John described the gun itself as faster and fire rate than the Volt with a strong hip fire, but in turn has an increased recoil. Um, And so the team kind of mentioned that they decided to do something incredibly challenging with this gun, and that's why it kind of has taken so long to come to the game. We got the concept of flexibility teased to us, um, and that is something they said took a lot of testing to get right. And because of that, you have the unique capability of the car SMG to flip in between light and heavy ammo, but also take light or heavy magazines. And so to break that down, you can shoot light ammo with a heavy mag still. So if you go find a purple heavy mag, you can use light ammo and you'll get an increased mag capacity still. Um I think this is a really cool tool. It can be really effective for ammo conservation and operating within the constraints of your team. So think about, you know, if you got uh, teammates that are rocking a rampage and a hemlock per se, 
well, you have the car, you now have the ability to say, I'm going to use this gun as a light weapon instead, and that'll allow you to pass heavy ammo to your team. I think it's got a great UI. I think it's really cool. A complex feature, something very new to the game in terms of changing the loot progression and loot pool. It's going to be really impactful. Uh, and for some people I saw asking in the Discord, the car goes on the heavy rack in the firing range. Uh, nice little fun fact there. <laughs> yeah, you know, before this was released, we were talking about what does this flexibility mean? And we kind of speculated maybe it could take both light and heavy, but why? Why would you want to do that? You know, what's the point of switching and how intense would it be? I think our reaction is it's very easy and there are clear reasons to do mm-hmm. it. So I don't know if we were proven wrong or if we just came to a, a really good realization that this is a really cool feature that adds a lot of power to the weapon. Yeah, the power is the key, but talk about like how and why that the flexibility power may or may not matter in Apex as we kind of are used to. Yeah, so all those come out and say that this weapon is a wrecking ball in Apex Mm -hmm. as a battle royale in which you have to gather attachments and ammo, versatility and what you can use to improve your weapons is nearly unmatched in power potential. So if mm-hmm. if the car is good, big if there, we'll mm-hmm. get to it, it could change the weapon pool and weapon meta forever based off of just this ammo selection mechanic. Yeah, I mean, it's it's drastically different than anything we've ever seen. And I wonder if this is a potential further pathway. But we we talk about how it's a gun game first and foremost, and a purple or gold mag potentially being the best thing you can pick up in Apex. And you doubled your chance of finding one for your gun if you're running with the car SMG because you can take light or heavy. Yeah. And it just comes down to if this is good, if it's a good gun, you can use it. To clarify, you just have so many options. You're Like you said, Shay, you're doubling up on your opportunities to improve the weapon Mm -hmm. with the mag you can play the entire game using the car light ammo only maybe you loot a common light mag along the way but then right before you get into end game you find a purple heavy mag you can switch right there and that's Mm -hmm. incredible that's something that you wouldn't have been able to do with the r99 or the r301 and you would not get the power of that purple extended mag Mm -hmm. with the car you do. And that's just pure power from a loop perspective. Yeah. Now, in a shooter, there's little more important thing than upgrading your weapons attachments ahead of your enemies. So if you can do it faster and better, you're probably going to win. And the car allows you to do just that. And mm-hmm. that's why it's something that we really got to take a look at and pay attention to. I mean, it's just a real different switch up than anything we've, I think, ever really thought would come when we first started playing. Like, I would have always guessed that a fully kitted gun would like or fully kitted only essentially being on the ground would come before something like this. I think they managed to do a really good job, though, of making it simplified and understandable while it's still being a pretty complex ability. I mean, obviously, we got to get our hands on it early. What were some of your maybe just first impressions picking up the gun for the first time? I don't recall if you were a firing ranger in-game first um, and just kind of getting to 
shoot it a little bit before we dive maybe a little bit deeper into the actual breakdown? Yeah, I think that it felt really good. You know, mm-hmm. there was some initial speculation as to what happened when you switched the ammo type. So yeah. you would have to reload every time you swap between heavy and light. I really like how the UI looks. So in the bottom right, where you usually have your weapon icon and what ammo it takes, that's split in two with the car. So you have the primary one that you're actively using in the top left and in the bottom right, you have the other ammo type. If you have any in your inventory, it's going to tell you that as well right there. So you have your clip, you have your reserve, and then you have the other ammo type if you have any also on the display. So I really liked that. But the thing that we'll go into deeper potentially when we get into the numbers is the fact that there is really no difference to the weapon, whether you're using it light or heavy. Yeah. Recoil, damage, rate of fire, nothing really changes. And that's something well, I think we're going to end up reiterating a lot with people. Yeah. You know, we still have kind of the misconception of like light and heavy and the differences between the two. And it wasn't something we fully understood for a while too. playing this game. It took us starting a podcast and diving really deep into the game to start to kind of understand it. Do you want to lay down some of what that groundwork looks like? Uh It's tough because in the preview event, we were having creators swear that the recoil was easier to control when using light ammo. Yeah, yeah. So it's just not true. And Mm -hmm. I think it's important to kind of set that straight because the whole point is you have the flexibility. You have the versatility to do whatever you can to use Mm -hmm. it. No. So you're not making a choice. You're just having complete freedom to do whatever you can based off the loot available which is awesome. Other things I will throw in before we dive in further is incredible skins. The pastel skin, I will be crafting or potentially spending money if I have to, to grab very shortly. It'll be maybe the first one I grab with my battle pass crafting this season. I'm a big fan of that bad boy. Um, And the sound of the gun. I think they just, they turned a corner with their additions essentially to the kit. And it, is top tier once again really impressed it feels great um and after we get back from a little word from our sponsors we can talk about if it uh performs up to that standard welcome back i'm throwing the keys to hb as we always do on these weapon breakdowns give us the numbers give us the breakdown i'll ask you some questions give my thoughts and two cents as well uh but i'm really excited to see where this car stacks up in the uber competitive smg meta Yeah, so this is our third iteration of Mm -hmm. breaking down the SMG meta. First time was in Season 7 when the R99 returned to the ground loop. Big change there. The -hmm. next time was in Season 10 with the move of the alternator to the care package, which was maybe an even larger shift in terms of where the ammo was, where the balance was, and we felt like Season 10, healthiest SMG meta to date. But why why we've been covering this now three times? Well, each of these meaningful changes across the seasons to this class in particular really make it so that it's unavoidable. You know, now that we have an entirely new weapon to the class, just like we had the Volt come in to the SMGs, now we have the car coming in. It is impossible not to adjust and look at the entire class as a whole. 
I mean, if you don't, then we're just going to, we're not giving you guys the best information out there possible. You might be led astray in what you think is uh, the top dog this season. <laughs> Absolutely. And that, that's something to definitely pick up on, you know, identifying which is going to suit your playstyle best and yep. which is going to actually be the most powerful SMG this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, why, why are the SMGs getting all this attention? You know? No other class has had as much balancing, as many changes in and out of the care package. We've now seen the Prowler, R9, and Alternator all come in to the care package at some point, and then no other class has had as many additions. Well, the reason for that is the SMGs are the core of Apex Legends. Mm -hmm. In all shooters, I prefer to use a DMR or an AR. In Apex, the LMGs are so incredibly strong, I can't help myself. But the core of Apex engagements are determined by SMGs, period. And that in turn is in large part because of the speed of this game, the fast-paced legends, the fact that it's been a up-close quarters combat kind of vibe at the core since the very beginning, season zero, when we dropped in. With all the changes they've done, it's still hard to go away from what the kind of the core of the game is right now. Yeah, and it's the mobility of the legends, but also just the movement mechanics as they are. You know, totally. Yeah, no fall damage. Yep. The slide in this game is ridiculous. The jump is pretty intense, and so the tracking that an SMG offers just allows you to perform better, more consistently. These close quarters engagements, the third party opportunities that are often very much in your face and then probably the most important is the end rings mm-hmm. you know those end games that's where the smgs ring true as the deciding factors of games so that's why they're so important and we have to dedicate three episodes just to staying on top of this meta and it will not be the last like there will be more balancing changes someday maybe the alternator doesn't stay in the care pack forever like we'll probably circle back to this again in a season or two because it's that important and it's that important because of all the reasons you've mentioned and if we're talking close range you have to decide between an smg and a shotgun and shotgun will get the best of people sometimes but your smg is going to be a lot more consistent for all the players playing the game and that's why they're also so popular in comparison when we start talking up close and personal fights when you get to carry two guns though there's a really good reason to carry an smg with whatever else you're deciding to rock with yeah pretty much i mean you can't go wrong putting this as your primary or your secondary yeah you like snipers probably best to have an SMG. You like LMGs, probably best to have an SMG. It's really good. And it it extends to both the range versatility of mm-hmm. having something like a, a marksman and an SMG being able to switch and close the gap. But it maybe even more importantly matters for those pistol and shotgun users so that they have an option to swap to that's full auto that's still going to be efficient up close and personal. So SMGs are really a staple of this game, and that's why we have to stay on top of it. We'll get right into it. The numbers that we all love, yeah. break them down, and uh, let's see where this guy uh, sits in with these other other options out there right now. Yeah, so as you know, one of the lead balancing people, John, was saying about what the Prowler pretty much allowed for. Mm-hmm. 
this opportunity for a heavy SMG full auto to come into the game. I believe that the Prowler with the Select Fire was the most powerful gun ever to touch Apex Legends. Facts. And Facts. I'm aware of the L Star and I'm aware of the Devo and its history. I think the power packed into the Prowler and Full Auto has never been matched. And there is not a weapon that I'm more that I've ever been more excited to use than that in its prime. So mm-hmm. that's quite the entrance to make for any SMG to say, yeah. I'm gonna fill that hole in your heart of the full auto prowler. That's kind of where we're starting with the car. And I, I think the goal is they know it was a crazy gun. Like oh, yeah. huge mag size. The fact that all you really needed was an extended mag if you needed anything. You weren't looking for a turbocharger like the Devo per se to get it up to the upper tier of weapons. They knew it was too powerful. This is a way of essentially getting a redo. Like let's bring a full auto heavy SMG in and see if we can do so in a balanced way that's not going to destroy the game like that Prowler did. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) I think that's exactly where we are. But essentially, we're going to look at all the SMGs and we're going to look at a variety of metrics in order to really get a snapshot of where the strengths and weaknesses are throughout the class. We're going to look at the magazine size. We're going to look at the reload speed, both tactical and full reload. Tactical is if you still have ammo in the clip. A full is if you run it dry. Then we're going to look at the damage profile. So we're going to focus on the body shots. And then we're also going to look at the potential damage with the full clip to the body. Kind of just say, if you're just spraying and praying, what's the best case scenario you can do to Mm -hmm. hit every single shot? Then we're going to look at the time to kill. And that's going to be standard across our episodes. Um, We're looking only at purple armor time to kill. So how Mm -hmm. long does it take to knock an enemy that has purple armor hitting body shots? Then we're going to look at the third-party classic, the accuracy stat. Again, this is focused around purple armor. So you're going to have a purple extended mag against a purple armored enemy, body shots only. How many shots does it take to knock them? Mm -hmm. And then we're also going to dip a little bit into rounds per second at the Mm -hmm. end to kind of get a picture as to how easy are these weapons to control and how how do they feel really is the best thing that we can get from that just by looking at the numbers so to kick it off we'll get a baseline with the volt so the volt has a maximum magazine capacity of 26 that's the lowest out of any smg But it does make up for that in a few ways. And that's only a a deficit of one bullet in the magazine size. So all of these are quite close together. Yeah. (laughs) The bolt isn't seriously lacking in, you know, the clip size, but that's where it is. It's one below across the board. Reload speed is really, really healthy. You have a tactical Mm -hmm. reload of 1.44 seconds and you max out at 2.03 seconds on a full reload. That fast tactical reload is really, really nice just because of how you're going to use an SMG. Somebody's going to come around the corner, you're going to spray them. Maybe you can't switch to that other gun, so you're going to use that tactical reload in close Mm -hmm. quarter situations. You really hope that you're not doing full reloads at all when things get this tight 
And so trying your best to keep one shot at least in the mag before reloading is really going to save you more than half a second with the Volt in particular. So something to definitely keep in mind as just a tactical idea. Use tactical reloads. It'll give you a tactical advantage. <laughs> That's it. Um, but moving along with the Volt's profile, 15 damage to the body. Mm-hmm. If you hit all the shots in a purple mag, it has a maximum damage potential of 390 damage. It's not bad. You know, that's middle of the park. It's a really solid SMG. The time to kill, though, is also kind of middle of the pack at 1.11 seconds. That's good. Accuracy. Now, I think it is quite good as well. The Volt in the past has been my favorite SMG for this reason. You only have to hit 54% of your shots to knock an enemy with purple armor, purple extended mech. So really, really good in terms of damage profile. It's middle of the pack. Time to kill. It's middle of the pack. Accuracy. It's quite, quite good. Mm-hmm. Now, that middle of the pack is kind of what I think makes that Volt enjoyable. You know, like it, yeah. it makes it like we talk consistency and a versatile BR game. And being able to rely on the Volt is a is a nice little bonus to have when you're you're not rolling the dice as you are with maybe some of these other SMGs. Yeah, and I say middle of the pack, but it's very hard to compare the SMGs, honestly, in their current state, because the Prowler is such an outlier on one mm-hmm. end being burst, and the R99 is such an outlier on the other end. So the Volt is kind of this this natural middle player in terms that it can't really, there's nothing that you could really do to the Volt to change that, except in Season 7 it was better than the R99. <laughs> so there's a couple things to look at here, but really the Volt as a baseline, really good place to be, in all mm-hmm. honesty. Next, we'll look at the Prowler. Maximum magazine capacity of 35. Incredible. Ooh. Do mm-hmm. not mess with the Prowler. Tactical reload, 1.8 seconds. Max full reload is 2.34 seconds. Slowest reloads across mm-hmm. the board in all SMGs and all different categories. This one is punishing mm-hmm. in if you miss your shots. That's, that's really why, sad. That's why it's got the big magazine size, you know, to kind of try and counteract that. But yeah, you definitely, you get hit hard when you have to go reload that Prowler from empty. And you do get this gun empty more often than others because of the burst function. It's hard mm-hmm. to kind of think like, oh, I need to reload when I got, you know, five left in the mag versus kind of that one or two per se. Yeah, it's absolutely true. It really stings to not be good with the Prowler. It really does punish you because of the burst, but on the other side, it does reward you because as we talk about burst, yeah, there's a risk that you whiff an entire burst, and this is a five-round burst, so mm-hmm. it's quite painful, but there's also a huge reward of just auto headshots. You know, If you're aiming at the body, you're probably going to hit some headshots, which is going to give you a healthy multiplier, and it's just going to really bring down that time to kill. Mm-hmm. But the Prowler on the damage side is interesting because body damage is at 14, one below the Volt. But because of that mag size, mm-hmm. its maximum damage potential is almost 500 damage at 490. It's a lot That's of people huge. to kill. <laughs> it, it, it blows the others out of the water. Yeah. This is 100 more damage per mag and potential damage than any other SMG. So. Mm-hmm. It's a tank. It's a beast. You're going to have to use some skill to really master the burst, but potentially worth it. Mm 
Totally. Where it's not worth it is its speed. I'm saying it's hard. It does have the damage there. It has the forgiveness in the magazine, but not in the reload. Mm -hmm. But the time to kill is the slowest out of any SMG, and it's not close. You're looking at almost one and a quarter seconds on time to kill for the Prowler. Not great. But I will come in at the end, give it the saving grace of the accuracy. Because of that magazine, it's really the only thing that's holding this burst SMG in this game is that magazine size. And it equates down to that accuracy where you only need to hit 43% of your shots, well less than half in mm-hmm. order to get a knock against a purple enemy. Something important to note with that frame is that if you are saying that a lot of it is required on having the top magazine, which is true, your damage, your accuracy, and because of the punishing reload speed, you need that big mag. This is a gun where if you don't come across your purple or gold mag during the game, you're going to get punished at the end of the game if you're still rocking something blue potentially versus that 35. Punishing for all guns for sure, but this is one where because of the benefits are really in the mag, you're going to start to feel it even more than you would with some other weapons. Yeah, and for that reason, I think the early game pickup is probably the Volt, and you're probably going to stick with it just because that's kind of how this game works with looting and progression of the weapon. Yeah, I thought you were about to give me a, and for that reason, I am out. (laughs) (laughs) We're not quite done yet, folks. So now... Kind of going after the big dog, the R99. We're looking at a magazine profile, minimum 20 shots, same as the Prowler, maximum 27 shots. So less than that 35 with the Prowler, more than the Volt with 26, definitely in the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Tactical reload, 1.62 seconds. Full reload, 2.21 seconds. That's a serious full reload. You know, to echo back to the Volt, full reload is only 2.03 seconds. Almost, like you're looking at a fifth of a second longer Mm -hmm. with the R9, which is no joke because it's kind of hard to use. Kind of like the Prowler, the reload speed is a number that maybe is hard to quantify because you're like, ah, it's only a couple tenths of a second, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. That's where I think a lot of the balancing work is done. And if you're following along here, the reload that we're looking at is with a purple stock. So Mm -hmm. this is kind of the fastest it can be to try to give everybody their best opportunity. If you don't have the stock, all these are going to be even longer, up to half a second longer. So it's significant. I need my stocks. Yeah. You really have (laughs) have to. You don't have a choice anymore. But then the damage. You know, we all know already the R99 is that. Fast rate of fire, but low damage. You're looking at only 11 to the body and a full damage potential of 297. That's crazy. Almost mm-hmm. 200 less potential damage than the Prowler. Definitely a bottom player. And this plays out to if you don't hit all your shots, if you only hit a fraction of your mag, you're barely tickling the enemy. You know, if you're at any serious range, you didn't do anything. You're probably not even forcing them to bat. And if you're in close range, you're probably dead. So a lot of risk here, and you really have to hit your shots because the damage just isn't there. Mm-hmm. But that being said, if you do hit your shots, the time to kill, really, really nice. One second, 1.01 seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, really fast. 
time to kill. This is really what has secured the R9 as the top of the skill ceiling. It's the most efficient. It's the fastest. You got to love it, but not everybody can use it because you have to hit 70% of your shots in order to knock somebody with purple armor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Insane. I think I want to say some things about the R99 right now, but I think a lot of it is going to come in correlation with the car. So why don't you just go straight into the car essentially, and then we can, I think, talk about those two in tandem because they have some interesting comparisons overall. They really, really do. And fortunate for us, they made it really easy for us to compare <laughs> the R99 and the CAR. Yep. So first off, the magazine profile is exactly mirrored. Love Started it. at 20, 22 common, 24 blue, 27 at the top of the purple or gold mm -hmm. magazine. Completely mirrored. The R99 and the car have the same exact shots. Mm -hmm. But we got some serious differences along the way. The first one being... Reloads are slower across the board. One and a half seconds tactical and just under two seconds at 1.92 on the full reload. Very strong. That's serious. You know, mm -hmm. this is the fastest full reload in the class. So you could then say this is one of the more forgiving weapons in mm -hmm. the class just because you're able to recover from whiffing an entire mag or putting an additional mag into another enemy. So mm -hmm. kind of more responsive is really what you get from the reload speed. But then the damage profile, middle of the pack. And like we said with the Volt, that is not a bad place to be. You're mm -hmm. looking at 13 damage to the body, so two more than the R9 and two less than the Volt. But the full damage potential on body shots is 351 damage. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. Love to see that. Middle of the pack, solid damage here. But this is where you're going to get a little shook. The time to kill of the car is the same, if not faster, than the R99. Mm -hmm. And that kind of took my breath away because I was like, wow, the R99 is the buzzsaw in the entire game. That's been its staple, is That's that it's the, the, the fastest. Mm -hmm. It's the reason it's here. There is no way that another gun would come in here and have the gall to challenge the time to kill mm -hmm. of the R99. Mm -hmm. But the car does. It's at 0 0.99 seconds right now. It's very one. possible. Mm -hmm. Very possible it could get tweaked a little bit from balancing. But right now it is matching, if not mm -hmm. besting, the R99 in terms of speed. But it does so a lot more approachable. You only have to hit 59% of your shots. So 11% more mm -hmm. forgiving than the R99. In order to knock somebody with purple armor, you have to hit 19 shots with the R9. In order to knock somebody with purple with the car, only 16. Mm -hmm. Major difference here. So I wanted to wait for you to say the car stuff so we could talk about this because I know some people are hurting. Like there's R9 fans to death. Like that are very going to be sat hearing that essentially. I think that this is actually something nice for the game though. And let me explain why. I think we have always had the R99 be some sort of outlier and it's kind of been getting ticked and, you know, dinged a little bit for, you know, the last couple of seasons. It's always been getting little nerfs here and there, getting changed. 
But now I think the introduction of the car is going to push you to try something else. And I'm really excited to see how kind of the recoil compares. Like one of the things they talked about is that the car is going to have a difficult recoil to control. Our first impression was that it wasn't too horribly difficult. And so I'm going to see how it compares to the nine. I think by over some hours of playing, I think that'll be interesting. But I love that this really characterizes the R99 for what it is. And that is up, up close. It is the up close SMG. The power with the nine for so long was that people were so good at it with kind of them weird ranges. Like you could shoot the R99 from far. The R99 is now at a point where in comparison to the car, the big advantage it'll have is that it's the like it's the standard for hip fire as based around the R99. And so that's going to be the reasoning you use the nine. I'm not sure that's going to be a strong enough reasoning to pick it over the car. I know I'm going to be leaning car for a while now, but I think it gives each SMG in this class a very unique perspective because now we're not even talking about the car having the loot ability and the looting bonus that it gets as well. So you have the car, yeah. which might very well turns to the staple SMG, the Volt kind of be your safe SMG that has a little bit more range and versatility per se. Prowler, burst, if you love burst, maybe you go that way. And then your nine is like, well, maybe use the nine with one of these other ones as the nine essentially turns itself into some sort of like shotgun-esque thing where you're just using it as a really up close hip fire kind of style gun now. Yeah, I mean, as I see it, you're rocking with an R99, you're swapping to a car mm-hmm. every single time. Better, faster reload on the car. More damage on the car. Faster, if not the same time to kill on the car. More forgiving on the accuracy. It is just looking like a better weapon. And the hip fire, I think, is something that we can continue to look at for sure. It's a very niche space. Totally. totally. Put your magnifying glass on. But the thing that we did not anticipate was if there was going to be a new heavy SMG, it would not have a barrel stabilizer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the car does. Oh, and, and the so, heavy SMG gets the take light ammo also. Yeah. So if you're carrying a nine, you can swap it to the car with no problem. So it's pretty hard uh, to not look at the car and get really, really excited. Mm-hmm. And to kind of dovetail off of that idea about hip fire, recoil, let's look a little bit of the rounds per second. Sure. Most normal people look at rounds per minute, but we like to look <laughs> at rounds per second because it's a little bit more approachable um, for a game that's so fast. You know, we're not talking about totally. minutes. We're talking about seconds here. We don't but, do rounds per minute. Gosh, no, we do darn. not. No, 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 no. Fastest rounds per second is the R9 at 18. Slowest is the Volt at 12. Now, the Prowler is kind of an iffy one because it's burst, <laughs> but its rounds per second is just slower than the Volt at 11.6 rounds per second. Kind of tough, though, with the gaps in between and all that, so the math is a little wonky. Volt and Prowler, though, kind of similar. I think best to just consider the Volt and ignore the Prowler if it's okay with everybody for now, looking Fair. at rounds per second. Fair. but. The car is right in the middle of these two at 15.5 rounds per second. Mm -hmm. What that tells me is the faster the fire rate, the harder the weapon. Yep. You're going to have to feather the trigger more. You're going to have to control the recoil 
faster, more aggressively. You're going to have to be on top of it. With the Volt, you can make small adjustments as you're firing. You have the time to react, and I think you have a lot more time to react and control, react to the car's recoil than you do the R9. So in all situations, right now, I think you should really favor the car in the SMG class. I mean, the long the counter argument for the nine for the longest time was that, oh, it's like, yeah, it's really high skill ceiling. And I like the rounds per second because I can kill somebody faster. That's just not going to be the case so far. You got the car, which is going to compete directly with the R99 for fastest time to kill. So I think we're definitely seeing a gun that's going to scare some people that are real R9 lovers. And I'm excited to continue to dive into it even further and put it in my rotation as a real permanent weapon for a while now. Yeah. And like you said, you know, this is a change to the game. You know, it definitely mm-hmm. looks like it. And you don't want to be slow to react to this change because it looks pretty striking and like it might not go away. So when you're thinking about the car, what does it really compete with? Is it better than the R9? Is it better than the Volt? Where is its closest match is something mm-hmm. that we were trying to test, we're trying to look at. Honestly, you know, it does better than both of them in different mm-hmm. ways. You know, the Volt, I still think, has a place. It does the have Volt, a slower time a to kill. Yep. does mm-hmm. have a smaller mag. But with that fast tactical reload, solid damage, which is more than the car, and then the accuracy requirement being only hitting 14 out of 26 shots, pretty good and based off Mm -hmm. the rounds per second it's maybe more controllable so don't forget about the volt but based off of everything most importantly the ammo switching might be forgetting about the r9 for this season unless things change well let's talk about keep it rolling and talk about we thought flexible might mean for a while was going to be range like the car was going to be maybe an SMG that performed even better at range than the Volt per se. So I know we got the R301 to compare to right here, and then we got some projectile speed to cover quickly. Um, let's talk about that and see where the car might slide in in terms of how will it fit in terms of a ranged weapon potentially. Yeah, based on the lore, we really thought that the car may be just this AR. Yeah. It's dressed yeah. like a, an SMG. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of comparing it directly with the King, of the ARs, king, king, king. the R3, mm-hmm. um, pretty close, to be honest. I mean, we're looking at very close damage profiles. So the R301 does 14 to the body, the car does 13. Um, but the reload, these are in different classes. You know, it's very hard to compare. The R301 has a much, much slower reload at almost a second more on mm-hmm. the top end for the full reload. So Close quarters, reacting, car is going to be better in the reload. Time to kill, car is going to be faster. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're looking at just kind of different use cases. But in terms of ease of use, maybe their application, the accuracy is pretty competitive. You have to hit 54% of your shots with the R3 versus 59% with the car. Pretty comparable. And make sure, like, we're emphasizing accuracy in this situation does not mean recoil. Because that is like the big pole of the R301 and one mm-hmm. that I think we'll, we'll continue to discover with the car as a comparison over time. Yeah, and to try our best to look at the recoil based off just a number standpoint, rounds per second mm-hmm. on the car, that 15.5 right in the middle of the SMGs, 
ER301 is a little bit slower at 13.5 rounds per second. So, you know, in terms of ease of use, the R301 easier, Mm -hmm. but not by much. And so you're in a situation where the car does pretty good. You Mm -hmm. know, it's about the same magazine size, two more on the base side, and then one less on the top side compared to the R301. Mm -hmm. It's got a faster reload, does just about the same damage, faster time to kill, about the same accuracy. This is a gun that's can really stand up. But the one of the biggest things is that that use case, you know, can you use the car at range is a question. I think mm-hmm. you can probably get away with it. But the big thing is what happens when you love the R301, like both of us do, mm-hmm. use it as much as we can. What happens when you bring that up into a close range situation? Well, mm-hmm. you're going to lose 50% of your movement speed while aiming down sights with the R301 you're only going to lose 15% with any SMG, including mm-hmm. the car. So just more ability to strafe, more ability to to get your shots on target while moving, that's big. Big, big, big. Hard to compare outside of that. Let's talk about the, the, the number that's actually the largest difference between these two and the one that kind of separates the car from some of these other weapons, like when we're talking range stuff and that projectile speed. Yeah. Yeah, projectile speed, interesting, because there's a common misconception that light bullets just travel faster than heavy bullets, or vice Mm -hmm. versa. Some people, you know- Some people think it goes either way. Yeah, (laughs) And really, it is a very confusing looting system, and there's a lot of reasons to think that might be the case. But the truth is, there is no physical difference in the game's physics, universe, mechanics that make the the bullets. bullets act different. Mm-hmm. That being said, weapons all act differently. So we can look mm-hmm. at some weapons to kind of see where the car stacks up, but why? Why look at projectile speed? Well, it can give you maybe a little insight as to the range or at least the ranged ability. If you look at the accuracy combined with the recoil, combined with the speed of the bullets, you're going to get a better picture as to when I aim here, the first shot is going to land. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, recoil and controlling that really takes over. But projectile speed is one thing that is cool to look at. It's a variable that can help you potentially measure how easy that potential range, essentially. Like once you start getting to those long distances, the projectile speed change to the G7 was one of the big nerfs that kind of took it out of a, uh, some people's kind of abilities to use it because it did make it kind of a little harder to use per se so it definitely has some use cases i think you don't feel it as much when you're going with these uh full auto guns and once you start getting on a roll but there are some numbers here that are interesting yeah so first off we're just looking at a bit of a snapshot of weapons r301 light ar has a twenty nine thousand units per second projectile speed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the top end of this comparison, followed by the flatline with 24,000. Both ARs, both to be used at a greater range than an SMG. Mm-hmm. And we have the Volt at 23,500 units per second, right up there with the flatline. You know, we've said it before, this can be used at range. You can use the Volt at a wider range than the R99. Mm-hmm. The R9 has 21,000 units mm-hmm. per, per second as a projectile speed. 
not super far off from the Volt, but I think no. it's a combination of the recoil as well. So yeah. you kind of look at this as just maybe the it's hint one as to what might be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then below that, another significant difference between the Volt down to the R9, then further down to the car at 18,500 units per second. Mm-hmm. So you look at that and you say, oh, well, the R99 is better at range than the car. Maybe, maybe not. But I think it's important to look. 2,500 is you know? not like a, that's not a huge difference. It's not the 10,000 between it and the R301. <laughs> no, definitely not. You know, and that's really the big difference to look at is you should be using an AR if you want range. Yeah. I don't think the car is completely destroying the genres of weapons that we have, which I think mm-hmm. is a good thing. But then to just finish out the comparison, the Prowler is right there under the car at 18,000 units per second, and it's heavy. So we do have kind of ARs first, but mm-hmm. energy fastest, followed by light, yeah. and then heavy. And I think a lot of people think about weapons that are slow, and they don't like them very much. Mm-hmm. The Rampage, I think a lot of people would say is a slow weapon, but the projectile speed is 26,500. So faster than the flatline, faster than mm-hmm. the Volt, faster than the R9. You know, th- this is a, a weapon that you can use at range. And that's what the projectile speed is. So it's a little bit of a snapshot. So you have the numbers to make maybe a better decision as to what you're using at range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a real strong representation of an, another variable you can consider. And I think like how most guns are in the end, as much as we we love to break all this down, a lot of it is going to come down to the recoil. And do you feel like you can hit your shots? Like we said forever, like we love the G7, but there's a lot of players out there that just say they can't hit shots with the G7 and they really struggle with it. And if that's the case, hard to recommend a gun to you that you're going to miss a ton of shots with. So I'm really excited because I see the car from a numbers perspective as one that's going to be powerful and have a real strong place. And I'm really excited to see what the community, our community, the general community kind of thinks about it after we get our hands on it for a prolonged period of time. Because as much as we got to play, I don't think we were, I mean, we were kind of overwhelmed by the map. We weren't always focusing on the recoil of the gun Mm -hmm. we were shooting at the time. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Any other last thoughts though on the car before we wrap this thing up? I'd use it. I yeah. really would. I oh, think give a it lot a shot. of people yeah. a lot of people have been looking at more recent weapons, bow, thirty thirty, kind of seeing them as maybe gimmicks. You know, they're yeah. not here to completely shake up the game. Not true with the car. I think that it's a real weapon that will impact your play. It's gonna be to your benefit to use it and practice with it, because it's just flat out strong. Well, I mean, you look at the Volt when it was introduced, it had a place to be because it was an SMG. And now you're introducing another SMG that has a power ceiling. Yeah, that's going to have a place in the meta. So don't make, like Henry said, make sure you're not catching behind on this. You kind of got to be ahead of the game here. And that's why we're here to give it to you before the season even drops. So hope you all enjoy. We got one five-star question before we say our goodbyes here. Uh, This one's coming from We Are Carnage. I think maybe that's, is that, are we getting a little Venom? Uh, let there be carnage reference right there in the title. Perhaps. Maybe so. Uh, the question is, been playing Apex since season four. I am an Octane slash Wraith main. I've been wondering if you guys could start a how-to for the Legends. I love the podcast and have listened for about a month. I am wondering if I should switch to Ash from Wraith. By the time you see my player coming, I'll be going and you'll be making video pods. 
Wow, a lot of good stuff packed in there. I like yeah. that. Um, so we're going to dive deep on Ash next week, Mastering the Legends. That is kind of our how-to guide for legends. We have a lot of them. We try and bring you, I think, our plans to do two this season, including Ash. Um, and so hopefully you enjoy those. Let's give some brief impressions on Ash versus Wraith potentially, because that's obviously a topic of hot discussion. Do you think We Are Carnage is going to be making the switch full-time? Should they, 100%? There's a lot to unpack. I don't want to get fully off the rails, but totally. what I think my initial reactions are Ash is harder to use than Wraith and is very aggressive. Mm-hmm. She's really fast, really uh, aggressive. She's an offensive legend. No question. She has no bailout. You know, one-way portal. That's the biggest key for her kit versus a Wraith versus an Octane. Um, and a comparison we will strike soon and tell you all about. Uh, I think it's going to be one that you need to really think about because when you go in as Ash, you're in. Your tactical doesn't phase you out. But as Wraith, you go in with your port, your team comes, you guys can leave. You have a tactical to get you out of jail free in sense. And so there's a lot of forgiveness in that kit per se that you're not going to get with ash for better and for worse there's going to be some incredible plays you're able to make because of that and there's going to be some plays you you get killed because of that so understand the balance have fun playing her uh, no doubt about it that's going to wrap up the show though thank you to our producer of the third party 10 who supports us a dropship captain on patreon subscribe on apple pods follow on spotify leave a five-star review with your question we'll answer on our next episode follow us on instagram and twitter at third party pod and check out the discord be the link in the description thank you so much for listening to the third party podcast we will catch you next time peace hey now another squad coming in Whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>